Why, hey there! Today, we're talking about the world of private label certification versus board certification. What does it mean? How do you navigate it? And what is the best next step for you? You'll get some answers today. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. I'm so glad that you're here today. Today, we're going to be answering one of the biggest questions that I see on the internet about getting into ergonomics, and it's all of the confusion about the various types of ergonomic certifications. Is one better than the rest? Should you be trying to avoid one of them? Well, more information on this will be revealed to you in this episode. The reason that we're doing this is that there is an ever-increasing number of ergonomic certifications out there, and maybe you've noticed them too, especially if you're a healthcare professional looking to add ergonomics assessments to your career. It can feel especially confusing. And that's why today we are talking about the world of private label certification versus board certification. What the heck am I talking about with this? How do you navigate it? And what's the best next step for you considering where you want to take your career? And I'll end today with giving you some pointers on the BCPE system. That's the Board of Certification in Professional Ergonomics. That's located in the States. And there's a number of other certification boards throughout the world that I will be telling you about and why I truly believe that's the gold standard in ergonomics today. Let's first talk about private label certification. A little later in today's show, I'm going to share with you a method that I would recommend to you to get your start in ergonomics assessments. And it can include private label certifications and courses. I'm not knocking private label certification at all, but if you are someone who wants to start doing ergonomics assessments, it's something that you should be aware of. So make sure that you listen towards the end of the show to get the strategy on how you can start your ergonomics career on the best possible track. I want to set the record straight when it comes to private label certification because it's just so darn confusing. Let's first define what I mean by private label certification. Private label ergonomic certification is a for-profit certification that is developed by a company to train people how to do ergonomics assessments based on their protocol. I cannot emphasize that enough that they're training on their own 
protocol. Probably the most popular private label certification out there today is developed by the Back School. I'm sure that you've seen their certifications around LinkedIn. However, the Back School is a private label course developed by physical therapists. And in full disclosure, Ergonomics Help also offers a private label course called the Ergonomics Blueprint. The certification we offer is the Office Ergonomic Assessor OEA certification. Compared to other courses that may just introduce you to ergonomics principles and strategies, the Ergonomics Blueprint gives you the step-by-step process to start and profit from office ergonomics assessments. It includes all the tools, scenarios, templates, and time-saving resources to get you started as efficiently and effectively as possible. As I mentioned in a little bit, I'm going to tell you how you can leverage private label certification to get the highest potential in your career. So make sure you stay tuned for that one. If you are considering taking an ergonomics course to get an ergonomics certification, and I have that in air quotes, I want to stress buyer beware, and I want to encourage you to do your own due diligence. I have a really good example with this. So let's say I want to get trained to do ergonomics assessments. I'm going to go to someone who has that validated experience and credentials, right? Otherwise, what could I be learning? Let's look at this analogy. Say you want to learn how to bake a cake. You have this really, really important event coming up and you want to wow the guests that you put a cake together. It looks amazing and it tastes amazing. Well, you probably wouldn't be taking lessons from someone who specializes in baking bread, right? Yes, technically, it's both types of baking, and it falls under the category of baking. However, the recipes required for each are drastically different, and you're likely not going to get the best results if you get trained to bake a cake from someone who bakes bread. It's kind of like an apples to oranges comparison. The same is true for starting your ergonomics career. In my opinion, the highest priority is ensuring that the person who developed a private label course is credible in ergonomics. And that means that they are board level certified. This means that they went through a rigorous process that is endorsed by the International Ergonomics Association, or the IEA. So what sets private label certification from board certification? For this, I have to talk about the gold standard as it's endorsed by the International Ergonomics Association, or the IEA. 
In my opinion, this should be a non-negotiable if you are looking to learn how to do ergonomics assessments. Many countries have their own certification process in ergonomics as it's endorsed by the IEA. And I'll give you the list of countries in just a little bit. I really like the description by the Canadian College for the Certification of Professional Ergonomists on the importance of the right type of certification. They say, with the growing recognition of the field of ergonomics and human factors, there has been an increased demand for ergonomic services. These services are currently offered by individuals with a wide range of training in ergonomics. Certification, with its requirement to meet a set of standards in training and experience, is important for both ergonomists and the users of ergonomic services. Becoming certified is evidence of a minimum level of professional competence since a certification program tests the knowledge, skills, and abilities to perform a job. This is the key thing that I like to share with you. It's not to be confused with a certificate program. A certificate program assesses whether a student has learned specific objectives provided in an education or training program, otherwise known as private label courses. I believe it's that fact alone that confuses so many healthcare professionals who have the best intentions, who want to provide excellent ergonomic services. But the industry in general is a bit confused. For the record, becoming certified is something that I think if you are in the ergonomics field, you should diligently pursue because it protects consumers, it protects the field, enhances your credibility as a service provider, provides personal satisfaction, it improves your earning capacity, and improves promotion and job opportunities. So you might be asking yourself, how does the International Ergonomics Association, that's the IEA, right? How does that fit into all of this? Well, it's the most important key player here, and they are kind of like a governing body for ergonomics. It's the Federation of Ergonomics and human factor societies around the world. They do not directly certify people, but they encourage professional certification and has set standards for the good governments of certification systems based on international standards for certification bodies. All organizations endorsed by the IA require at least three years of professional experience. There are currently seven IEA-endorsed certification bodies. There is one certification board per region covered. In Australia, it's the Human Factors and Ergonomic Society of Australia. In Brazil, it's the Association of Brazilian Ergonomists. In Canada, it's the Canadian College for the Certification of Professional Ergonomists. 
in Europe. It's a center for registration of European ergonomists in Japan. It's the Japan Human Factors and Ergonomic Society Committee on Certification of Professional Ergonomists. In New Zealand, it's the Professional Affairs Board, Human Factors and Ergonomic Society of New Zealand. And in the United States, it's the Board of Certification in Professional Ergonomics. Each certification board has a different professional level title. For instance, with the Board of Certification in Professional Ergonomists, that's the BCPE, you might be a certified professional ergonomist, or you could be a certified human factors professional. In Canada, there is only one professional level title, and that's the Certified Canadian Professional Ergonomist, or the CCPE. So, as of 2021, because that's the last most recent information that I could find on the IEA site, there are other recognized certification bodies that they may meet the IEA requirements, but a full assessment has not yet been made by the IEA, and they cannot therefore guarantee their procedures or standards. These are Mexico, the National College of Ergonomics in Mexico, South Africa, the Ergonomic Society of South Africa, and the United Kingdom, the Chartered Institute for Ergonomics and Human Factors. I will leave the reference to this in the show notes. So the kicker in here is that from my experience, these agencies do not teach you how to do an ergonomics assessment. Rather, they ensure that what you are doing meets their criteria. So the question is, what is the best pathway forward if you want to become fully certified via the IEA-endorsed courses? And maybe you are starting from scratch. Well, I'm here to help, friend. I want to share with you a solution to help you get started. The first question that you probably have is, how do I get trained? There are a bunch of options here. I want to share a strategy that could work for you to get started. When you're first getting started in ergonomics, your number one priority should be getting experience. If you are currently in your undergrad, that means that you choose a reputable college that can prepare you for an ergonomics career. You want to form your foundation here. If you want to achieve further research in the field, by all means pursue graduate level education. And at the end of the day, if you want to do ergonomics assessments, then you must do some sort of practical parts that can't just be theory. They may even let you know about this, doing ergonomics assessments, etc., in your graduate program, which is absolutely awesome. Okay, okay. 
But what happens if you are out of undergrad and you still need help getting started, getting experience, getting that practical part of ergonomics before you can start consulting? Well, you might have luck with getting a mentor, maybe doing an internship, or reaching out to a local ergonomics consultant to see if you can help and add value to what they're doing. The thing with this is that it's sort of few and far between these days, because historically, ergonomics has been high demand and low supply, which ironically could be the reason that attracted you to want to do ergonomics assessments in your city in the first place. I think a really good method here is to look for a private label course to get experience and practical approaches to ergonomics. The key thing here is going to be finding a course or a company that has been developed with the correct designations by the IEA. And there's many healthcare professionals doing this today. For instance, with my program, the Ergonomics Blueprint, healthcare professionals are getting the step-by-step process and getting started faster with ergonomics assessments. And I'm the person that takes you through that. To get more information here, just head to ergonomicshelp slash EBP. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash EBP to get started today. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. So after getting some experience and building up your practice, you may feel like it's a good time to become certified through an organization recognized by the IEA. And remember, the IEA endorses certification bodies. They do not provide training, but they assess whether or not you meet their qualifications. So when I first started, I was fortunate enough to attend a university that had a really wonderful ergonomics program. They actually had an ergonomics stream, and I was fully on board. The very first course that I took, they mentioned it, and I was hooked. There were two key professors in ergonomics who also had a business and consulted to corporate clients. These two professors had a huge impact in my career and life. I was fortunate in my undergrad that I completed the right courses to be eligible for the BCPE certification, even if it was unbeknownst to me at the time. To ensure that I met all the criteria, I created a spreadsheet that compared the courses that I took in my undergrad to what was required for the BCPE certification. Having the coursework is just one part of this. It allows you to be qualified to write exams, but you also need the practical experience. In the show notes, I've provided the BCPE educational coursework requirement so that you can compare if you would be eligible to write. I've also included some suggested references and readings. Just head to the last few documents of that document in the show notes. So to end today's show, I want to talk about the structure 
of the BCPE certification. There are two separate streams. Keep in mind that many other IEA-endorsed certification bodies would follow some sort of process similar to this one. So if you are qualified for BCPE in terms of the coursework, the educational requirements, but not yet the work experience, you would be able to pursue the Associate Ergonomics Professional, the AEP. And this is what I did when I first got started. I took a challenging test. At the time, it was something like 200 multiple choices with like a 50% pass rate, if I remember correctly. But I did that, and I passed. Because I was working to get experience, I then worked for three years, and then I was able to start the CPE, Certified Professional Ergonomist process. However, if you are already a seasoned ergonomics professional, you can skip the AEP process and apply directly to do the CPE process. Of course, you would also have to write the AEP portion of the test. To qualify for the CPE, you have to have at least three years of work experience. On top of that, you have to submit two redacted ergonomics reports. After you get the approval, then the test happens. It's another complex test aimed to measure your ergonomics aptitude at solving challenging questions. Well, there you have it, my friend. That is the process to becoming certified. I hope that I reduce the confusion around the certification process and what exactly those private label courses mean out there. Because yes, it's very confusing. However, just because private label courses are not endorsed by the IEA doesn't mean that they are without value. I want to encourage you to do your due diligence when looking at private label courses. Ensure that whoever developed it is a board-certified ergonomist in whatever region that you're in. I named the regions in this episode for you to reference. There's a number of references in the show notes as well because this information was really in-depth. And again, please reference the show notes. And if you would like me to help you learn office ergonomics assessments, I want to encourage you to look at the Ergonomics Blueprint. It's helping healthcare professionals get started with office ergonomics assessments and a step-by-step process with all the tools to guarantee your success. I'm looking forward to see you in the next episode really soon. Cheers. You can get started with office ergonomics assessments today. Healthcare professionals are seeing the potential and opportunity to add office ergonomics assessments to their practice and services. Go to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin to get the exact seven-step process that works so that you can get started today without the confusion or overwhelm. 
just head to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin now. <laughs>